Are you wondering if it's possible to improve your metabolism? You know that your metabolism plays a role in weight loss, but you're not sure if you can actually increase it. Well, today I'm going to be talking all about the metabolism, what slows it down, and how to speed it up. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Healthy Beyond 40 show. I'm Michelle, Mama Four, a military wife. I have my doctorate in physical therapy, and I'm an online personal trainer, health coach, and yoga teacher. Do you wish that you had more energy and could get into shape? Do you feel like you're struggling to lose weight? Maybe you've tried a diet before, but it just wasn't sustainable, and now you don't know how to get started. We're going to look at health holistically here, and most importantly, keep things simple and quick. If you're ready to develop healthier habits, exercise consistently, and lose weight sustainably without long workouts or following strict diets, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I bring together my expertise with real life strategies. No magic pill here. So lace up those shoes and get moving. I'm excited to talk about metabolism today because it's so important for our health and also for our ability to lose weight. So if you don't know what metabolism is, the definition is the chemical processes that occur within our body to maintain life. So think of this as all those different hormones that interact So it's going to affect if our body burns more calories or less calories. So all of these become really important when you're trying to lose weight and when you're trying to be healthy. So when does our metabolism start to slow down? Most people think after the age of 30, but research is actually showing at the age of 60. But what happens here is usually somewhere in our late 20s, 30s, we start moving less. We exercise less. We're either eating the same or more. We're stress eating. We turn to sugar. We turn to emotional eating. And all of it appears that our metabolism is slowing down, but that actually doesn't happen till later. And it's not a drastic drop either. So I'm telling you this because there's a lot that we still have control over. So if you're someone who thinks, I'm getting older, my metabolism is slowing down, I just can't do anything. That's not true. So I'm going to talk about these different pieces of metabolism. And I'm just going to give a quick overview today. In my nutrition course, I actually have a full webinar about metabolism that goes through all these different pieces and different things that you can continue to do to increase your metabolism. So in my Healthy for Life membership, you get access to this webinar nutrition course. Also, my private clients do. In my Healthy for Life membership, you also get access to my workout programs like Fit Fusion and my 35 days of yoga. And all of these are designed to not stress your metabolism because, yes, exercise can actually stress your metabolism and slow it down. So all my programs are designed to work with your metabolism in ways to increase it. So in this membership, you also get weekly group coaching. So if you're confused, you need accountability, it really helps anytime you're making changes to have that weekly interaction so you can keep moving forward, so you can ask questions and get support. And for my podcast listeners, you guys can use the code podcast and save 50% off your first month. And this is already a very budget-friendly membership where you get so much in it. You get the fitness, you get the nutrition, you get the coaching. So take advantage of the coupon code and get started today. So let's continue to dig into this topic. So I mentioned a little bit, but what causes 
your metabolism to slow down. It's really a combination of moving less, exercising less, eating the same or more, eating more processed foods, stress eating, having more stress, not sleeping enough. All these different factors together are going to slow your metabolism and your body is going to burn less calories. So it might be a little bit different for everybody, but usually it's more than just one thing. So we want to look at what these different factors are. What has changed? So if you think of yourself when you were younger, you think of the little kids, think of like five-year-olds. They just run around nonstop. They have so much energy. They have so much movement in their daily life. And as we get older, we start moving less and less. And especially as we get to adults and our life is busy, we have kids, we have careers, we're exercising less, we're grabbing those quick foods. And those processed foods can really slow our metabolism down because our body doesn't process them as well. We're not meant to eat a bunch of processed foods. So you can sort of see how all these different factors together are going to affect the way your body works. It's going to affect the hormones in your body and it's going to slow your metabolism down. So now let's talk about how to speed up your metabolism naturally. So obviously the reverse of the things that are slowing our metabolism down. But one thing I want to key in right here is building muscle mass. So as we get to 30, people start exercising less. And that means your muscle mass is going to decrease. If we want to reverse that, we have to be strength training. We have to be building muscle mass. So think of what you want to be like when you're in your 70s. Maybe you're already there. What do you want to be like in your 80s? Think of your body and what your muscles will look like. If you are not actively strength training, actively putting on muscle, eating enough protein so that muscle can build, you're going to be weak and frail. So we have to strength train. I like to have people do it at least three times a week. And also when we're thinking of exercise from a metabolism standpoint, I had a client who I switched from doing cardio and I switched her to doing movement. So that's just walking. We're not really getting our heart rate up too much and strength training. And what happened was she no longer felt hungry and she started to slowly lose weight because for some people, cardio can actually slow your metabolism down because you're burning so many calories at once that your body wants to keep you alive, keep you well fed. So it's going to bump up those hunger cues and hunger hormones after you do a cardio session, and then you're going to eat more. You're going to be more hungry. So it's really individualized here and noticing how your body responds. The next piece I want to talk about is movement. So does walking increase your metabolism? It absolutely can. So part of our metabolism, there's different pieces in it. And one piece is called NEAT. So it's non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So this is why when I refer to movement or walking, it's not exercise, but we're moving around. So different ways we can increase this part of our metabolism is by standing more. Think about washing or cleaning in your house. You're using movement. Maybe if your kids or grandkids are at an athletic game, you're pacing the sidelines. Maybe you're carrying your groceries instead of just pushing a cart if you don't have many. You could go to a mall and walk around. You can do some laps in your house. Today, I put on some music and did some dancing in my house. You can park further away from something so you have a longer walk. 
If you're talking to someone on the phone, one of my favorite things to do is to talk, walk, and pray with one of my friends. And we're getting that movement in while we're talking and connecting. And sometimes your brain can actually think and process better if you're moving versus sitting. So I encourage you to go for a walk, talk with someone. It's good for your mind, for your body. And the last piece of metabolism I want to talk about today is the thermic effect of food. And why we're talking about this is that it's important what you're eating. So we all know the calories in versus calories out. And that holds some truth, but it doesn't hold the whole truth because some foods actually take more calories inside of our body to break down. So if you're having a piece of chicken, your body has to do a lot more to break that down. One, because it's a whole food and two, because it's protein. So it's a little bit more of a process for our body to break down protein versus sugar or something very high in carbs. So if someone is eating a piece of chicken and some salad versus someone is eating, we'll say, a sandwich with some chips on the side, there might be a calorie difference, but we'll say the calorie amount is the same. But the person who is eating that sandwich that has the bread The bread's already broken down, so what happens is your body absorbs more of those calories versus it's not going to absorb all those calories from the chicken or from the non-starchy vegetables. And the same idea with the chips. It's already broken down. It sort of goes right to your bloodstream, and it doesn't take as much for your body to break it down. So when we go back to this idea of whole foods, making sure that we're getting enough protein in, what we eat can make a difference. So if someone is eating more whole foods, maybe higher protein versus someone who is eating maybe more carbs, a lot more processed food like granola bars and breads, and they're eating the same amount of calories, the one who is eating that more whole foods, that more protein is actually going to be having less calories. So even though it's the same calorie amount on the food labels, The way our body processes it is going to be different. So I hope that that wasn't too confusing, but made you think about these different pieces of your metabolism and different things that you can do because you are in control of your health and your body. You're in control of what you put into your body. You're in control of how much you move and how much you exercise. Yes, you may have to make some changes and that can be hard, but you're in control of what you do. So if you want to dive deeper into this topic, this is part of my nutrition course. I have a metabolism webinar along with my nutrition course that really walks you through the basics of nutrition and takes you in a step-by-step process about how to eat healthy, how to incorporate these habits so that you can really create a healthy lifestyle so that you can feel better and move better and know what to eat and really have intention of your in your day with your health. So if you want to sign up for my really budget-friendly Healthy for Life membership, use the code podcast and you're going to save 50% off your first month and you're going to get access to all my fitness programs, my nutrition course, the weekly group health coaching calls, and you're also going to get a free 20-minute call with me so that I can make sure you are set up in the membership and you know your goals and you know how to use this information and that we can get you started off on the right foot. So 
In the podcast description below, you're going to find a link for my Healthy for Life membership. So check it out and take advantage of the discount code podcast today.